0: Link, start! Senpai... Senpai... till I die, all these lollies call me Hentai! Rubbin' on her thighs she stay wet for her Hentai! Shawty so kawaii, it would die for her Riding watching and watch all the time with hentai. What up weebs and welcome in to the inaugural first edition episode of the Anime Senpai Podcast. Oh my goodness gracious, it seems... Almost surreal as I sit here live in my bedroom and record this podcast for you as something that I would have never expected to happen, as an adventure unlike any other into the world of anime. And it'll be together as I am your anime senpai. My name is Alex Tyshirt, and I couldn't be more excited and yoked out of my mind to be doing this podcast for you. This is huge. I literally just got done recording the first YouTube video which will be up if not by now or shortly this week and now I am sitting here recording the first ever podcast oh my goodness first I would love to give a round and a huge warm applause to each and every one of you for finding this show from coming over from the other podcast I have done or simply just trying to help the community grow and stumbled into this world to see what the heck is this senpai guy about and is he worthy of being somebody I give my time to so round of applause to all of you and thank you so much for staying a while and listening this is going to be something fun this is going to be something New, and this is going to be a very organic platform as to where I have no set standard of what I wish to accomplish with each show, other than trying my absolute best to always challenge myself and without a doubt bring you so much entertainment you literally look down and say, Holy crap, it's been an hour! How is this show already over? That is the premise of this, and going into the world of anime in so many different directions and eventually bringing in guests for interviews of different cosplayers. Brands, different people I've met along the way, some even voice actors that I've had the privilege of meeting. There are so many things that this show is going to turn into. It's amazing to just see the start and to say hello. <laughs> so you can expect a lot of different things like vlogs, of me going to these events, and so, so much more. But first, why don't I start by telling you a little bit about myself and who I am and why the heck am I the anime senpai? What is all of this and how did this start? It all began many moons ago when I was a wee little lad sitting down in front of the television in the wee early mornings of Saturdays and Sundays waiting with bated breath for the shows to begin of Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon, and Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) If just by a little tangent here, if you weren't old enough to enjoy Dragon Ball Z weekly when it was first coming out, oh boy, oh boy, were you a lucky one because for myself, It was one of the most irking things to have to wait a month for somebody to throw the first punch. It was unbelievable. This week on Dragon Ball Z, Frieza, you're not welcome here. Next week on Dragon Ball Z, Oh, Goku, you think you can stop me? Next, next week on Dragon Ball Z, I know I can because I have Chi-Chi. Next, next, next month on Dragon Ball Z, Ah, Death Beam. (laughs) All I'm saying is... Holy crap. That was definitely a test of our patience, and we didn't have streaming back then, so we had to put up with it. So it was a fun time. But as I grew up and I was watching all of these shows, the thing that stuck out the most to me about everything was the uniqueness it had. It was something different from cartoons at that time, like Rugrats or Fairly Odd Parents or SpongeBob. I just couldn't put my finger on it, but I knew there was something different about it. Not only did I eventually realize it was the Culture itself, who was producing it, where was it coming from, but it was the fact that what it had was something that I still love and I keep with me to this, day. to this day. To this day, to this day, to this day, to this day. I keep it with me forever. It's the fact of pure imagination, and it is why I have something like Willy Wonka, the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, as one of my all time favorite movies because it takes you through the world of imagination and it's so simple yet so poetically done. It takes you through all of these worlds worlds connected to all of these characters seeing how all of it progresses and it grows and it's so beautifully told that it makes us as we age and we get older have a way to connect with anime again and our youth our innocence our imagination the thing the world tries to rob from us and it's terrifying because we do give it up we grow up and life happens unfortunately we get jobs we get into careers A lot of us, unfortunately, can't get into things we enjoy doing, so we get kind of depressed, we get kind of down, and then we have maybe a relationship, children, and those take away from our time, so it's very hard for us to find ourselves anymore because not only can we get lost in a relationship, we can get lost in a career and a business, we can get lost in the world at hand, so it takes that from us, but you know what helped me hold on to it? anime baby and i loved it as a child and i made sure to hold on to it throughout most of my life but there was a brief little you know uh you could say a missing period i did like a michael jordan thing where if you're not big in sports he was big in basketball won three titles took a little bit of time away went and played basketball baseball and then came back and won another three titles so i took a little bit of time away before i came back but before i keep going forward this just popped in my head Yu-Gi-Oh. by the way Y'all, I am so upset at the fact that Yugi is a dirty cheater. How has nobody talked about this? How has nobody held Yugi accountable for the fact that his millennial puzzle was basically a cheating device and would put any card he needed at the top of his deck? It was some Chris Angel stuff. That is heartbreaking to me. It literally drives me bonkers and up the wall that I idolized Yugi. And I freaking in my soul love Seto Kaiba. I love the Blue Eyes White Dragon. It just looks so dope. And then the fact this kid who has this alter by polar personality is cheating on everybody and he's like the heart of the cards no mother effort that's called cheating that's called a sleight of hand is what it is okay i'll get into that because we have a long road ahead of us but (laughs) the thing that was so cool about me growing up with all this stuff as it still resonates with me today. And I think it's so important and powerful because as we grow in age, the world is going to slowly try to make you grow up. Do not let it. I'm not saying you can't mature. I've matured over time. I've taken on responsibilities. I've allowed myself to further my careers. But the fact is you don't want to lose your innocence. You don't want to lose your empathy, your passion, everything that is entitled to you as a human being, the world wants to get rid of because it doesn't like happy people. Happy people do what I'm doing right now, which is a podcast to inspire people and gives you something to look forward to they don't want you to look forward to anything that's why you got to be careful and hold on to this stuff so as I grew and I aged and you'd like to see where my anime career and everything went I took a pause I had a girlfriend at the time we were in school I grew up with her and then we ended up getting a house together and doing all that so I strayed away from anime because I worked so damn much I didn't have time for it like literally had no time for what I was doing so I kind of spaced myself And as the uh, relationship came to an end, I decided to go back to school, went into broadcasting and entertainment. I stumbled back into anime and it was almost like... Stars aligned. It was a shooting star. I literally laid down one day, looked up at the sky, and I was like, God, can you hear me? I am wishing for a star of greatness to show the light of where I must go. And it was Koo! shot across the sky and hit this random hill, and I walked over to it and I was like, Oh, ah! there's a gold mine or something, right? That's what happened to me. I was literally scrolling through Netflix as I came home from studying from school, and I was sitting here and I was like, I want to watch something different. I want to watch something fun, because I wasn't into all these modern shows and stuff now don't get me wrong they're great but I wanted something to connect to my imagination again right and I stopped on this thing and it was called sword art online and let me tell you this Sword Art Online is an iconic anime. I could care less about what side you sit on. I understand there's ups and downs. There's always ups and downs. There's road bumps, all that stuff with the show. The fact of the matter is, though, with SAO, the thing that stands out the most to me is I don't care who you are, what your interests are, what you want to say, where you are, how much anime you've watched. The first half of the first season of SAO is pure and utter Poetry. It is some of the greatest anime you will ever watch in your life from the fact of the investment it gives you the plot setup it shows, the characters and what you get set into, the world of Eincrad, and how these children are trapped in a virtual video game that is now connected to their real life and if they die in the game, they die in real life, bruh. Meta's coming, so just be careful, but the fact is when they gave you that and they showed you the progression of the levels and how Kirito met Asuna, the world they're now going through, the growth of the levels trying to defeat Eincrad, trying to find out why the hell Akihiko Kaiba even made this one, world. It was such a thrill ride. I was literally sitting with bated breath, my mouth wide open and the lights were coming on outside because I binged it the first time I turned it on. It was amazing. And I haven't had that in a long time. I was searching for that again. I was looking for it and I thought I had lost it because I grew up. I no longer had a girlfriend anymore. I was back in my like this job, the rat race going to school for something I hoped would pan out. I was lost. And then you know what happened? I found myself again. And I think a lot of us do this. And that's why a lot of us Find our way back to anime. Or if you're new to anime, welcome in. You're in for an amazing ride heading forward. So strap your seatbelt on because it's going to go crazy fast and you're going to love it. So just pick your hands up and scream. (laughs) That's all I can say. It is amazing. So as I did this and I connected to it, I saw what anime can do. I felt what it can do for all of us. I saw the world building. It can do on such an infinite level, it brings you back to your imaginative roots. And I loved it. So I was connected to it, and I was invested. I watched all the way up to uh, the end of the first season. I don't believe Gun Gale was out yet, and I was in trance. I was in heaven, and I was like, what else can I watch? So shout-outs to my friend Chris, by the way. Chris, you probably some of you who come from the old podcast I've done was called Weeb Nation Podcast. And if you are here from Weeb Nation, I want to tell you I love you and thank you for supporting us on that ride. Shout-outs to him. He gave me a show and referred me to Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And let me tell you this, my boy, Edward and Alphonse, when you watch this show and you see the base premise of the plot line and the story investment from the get go and you get introduced to the seven deadly sins and how these two boys lost their mother and did the ultimate sacrifice of doing something that is almost anti Christ in a way this blood alchemy and doing this stuff to try to bring her back from the dead which is forbidden lost the brother's full body the other one lost his arm and leg it was unreal how it threw me into this mix and then seeing the progression of the story itself and following it to the T of how it turns into this deep-rooted government conspiracy, the seven deadly sins we all suffer from, this thing that's called a a gnome in a jar, whatever it was called off the top, something trapped in a jar. Oh my God, are you kidding me? And this guy they call father and it ends with a Super Saiyan battle? Bruh, all I can say is that anime hits Hard. It hits so well. There's a reason why people of all age groups are coming to anime and investing into anime. There's people who have been into anime way longer than I have, and I'm only 30 years old, and I know there's people that I've talked to in their 40s, 50s, and even 60s who love anime and watch it, just like down the treadline of people in their 20s and their early teens I talk to, they love anime. And you wanna know why? I keep saying it, but I'm gonna keep saying it. It's something that we can all relate to, something we all had as children, and I freaking loved it. So I was hooked. I jumped back in, and I haven't looked back since. That was a total of eight years ago now it's even hard for me to believe that I have literally been watching anime now nine years, it's now nine years, it's unbelievable to see how long I've been doing it how much time I've invested to it, it's become my craft now, it's literally become my world and it's evolved into so many things where I was doing a podcast for a few years with it and then I evolved now into doing another podcast, YouTube content connecting to these anime companies now that I have traveled with and I have emceed an event because of it in Las Vegas, there has been so many things that has happened from it i am so yoked and it just comes back to the simple form of it's just my appreciation for anime this is a way for me to give you my love my joy and everything i've ever experienced in a capsulated audio form that you can listen to at any waking moment that's what this is That's why I started this show. That's why I continue to follow this till my dying day and I will forever be a fan of anime and always love to see what it can bring me, how it challenges me, what I get into. If I watch things that even seem almost a little political and what I get from them, a lot of the animes that are even deeper and they have this underlining message behind it like Attack on Titan, holy crap, are we all stuck in a wall? (laughs) You know, like there's so much there. I love it. So that's why I'm back in this, that's why I'm so connected and I'm so ecstatic to give you guys the years of knowledge i've gained throughout this experience i've watched so many shows i am continuing to watch so many shows as seasons come out plus the fact that now on the tiktok side that i've done people keep recommending shows for me to do this rating thing on so i watch even more new shows and go back into the well of watching older shows it has been an amazing ride and the best part about it is there's an infinite of topics to talk about so i'm going to literally have everything and anything i want to and more to talk with you guys So it seems like it's going to be a great time. A little bit about myself too, I'll tell you, is that I come from a family that is not from this country. So my mother is Macedonian. She is from the old Republic of Yugoslavia. It is right above Greece. So part of the Slovenian stuff. So it's like Slovenia, Croatia, Bosnia-Herzegovina, Macedonia, all of those places. That's where my mother's from and majority of my family is. And a lot of them are also in Australia. They moved over there. My dad's side is from Germany. Germany. His whole family, as well as all German, all from there... And it's crazy to think about how both of them met because at the time, back then, it was like kind of still weird because the Germans, like, y'all crazy. My mom was like from the Slavic nation, you know? So it was cool to see how they met each other. And then I was born, and I'm the first born American on both sides. So that's why I believe my mom gave me the name Alexander, is because I need to take over the anime world. So <laughs> I have a lot to do. So there's not a lot of family here for me. We don't come from money. We don't come from any of that stuff. So that's what makes me hungry. That's what keeps me passionate. That's what keeps me motivated is that no matter how much I do, how much I take in, I'm going to always push for more because if I can find a couple more minutes within a day, I'm going to use them to the max because we never know when is our last day. That's why I do three podcasts now. That's why I'm hosting content on YouTube and stuff. And I'm doing national and radio and television and all this stuff. So for example, uh, I work at Fox sports radio right now. I'm a producer for two shows. I do the odd couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker and the Jason Smith show. Those are Monday through Friday shows. I also fill in for the FS one show, Colin Cowherd, It's the herd. So I've been very fortunate that with the path I went into, and when I got back into entertainment, I started studying radio and television and communication. I always had a knack for it. And you want to know what sparked it? It was after my breakup with my ex, and I still wasn't back into anime yet. I was still trying to find myself. I was working at In N Out. Shoutouts to Store 48, by the way. If y'all have never kind of spent some time watching the people working at In N Out work and how hard they hustle, y'all have no free. Freaking idea how immaculate their work sense is. I worked there for two and a half years, and let me tell you this: if there was ever a time it got slow and there was no rush or there wasn't a lot of people coming through for at least 30 minutes to an hour, they started sending people home because y'all ain't doing nothing. So we ain't paying because we got another crew coming from the night rush. Y'all can go home. So there was never a moment you weren't doing something. And it was by far one of the hardest jobs I've had because I turned into the potato guy. So if you've ever seen the guys that do the potatoes and they have to go in the back and i went through like six to seven bags of 50 pound bags of potatoes clean them out clean the skin off and then water them in these buckets that are like the, the fresh water, so that way the, the potato guy can dice them instantly and then fry them for you. It's unreal, but I can tell you this. This is a little trade secret and insider info. It's fresh food, and I can vouch for it. They literally have their own butcher, their own farmers, their own bakeries. They get everything fresh, and they're still super cheap. So anybody that's out there that's hating, that's like, oh, well, you know, it's not like what a burger. It's not like five, guys. Oh, I can just go to Burger King and get a Whopper. Y'all tripping none of their stuff is frozen absolutely zero of their stuff is frozen this is not a paid sponsorship but eventually i would like it to be (laughs) it is amazing so while i was working there and I was doing through the drive through like the handheld kiosk sometimes I'll be outside or I'll be on the headset unit and asking people what they wanted people were in love with my voice it just naturally organically happened so as I'm sitting there and I'm taking people's orders they'd come up and I'd be like hi welcome in and out what can I get for you today and they'd be like whoa oh I was not expecting that uh, can I get a double double no onion with like animal fries I'm like sure I had a double double no onion with animal style fries and they're like can you repeat my order again <laughs> and so people had fun with it they'd enjoyed it and since I saw the excitement everybody was getting from what I was doing, it thus sparked the passion. And I thought back to my youth. I was always an entertainer. I was one of the class clowns. I was the guy who loved to make people laugh, loved to make people enjoy themselves. And I always was very witty and quick on my feet. That's why I practiced my articulation, my communication skills, and honed in on my craft to be the man you listen to today. And in doing so, It got me back into radio, went to school for it, and got the national radio job. So that's where it's led me to today. And as you can see, I'm bringing all of these little pieces together to show you why I believe I deserve the right and I want to use this title, and I'm going to, actually, it doesn't really matter, of Anime Senpai Podcast as somebody who has been through it all, who has the years of experience and is a little bit older than most people you would probably meet in the anime world and wants to be your guide, the guide of somebody who can lead you to good shows over bad shows, even though I'm extremely biased and that's how it should be. (laughs) I can very much so remove myself from the bias and from an analytical standpoint, rate these shows as I see fit while telling you my own personal beliefs. And while doing so, I can still bring you into the passionate side of entertainment and show you the things I've learned over the six to seven years I have of entertainment experience on a national and television level. And honing in on this craft to show you there is people meant to do this stuff. That's why this is it. That's why this show stands above the rest. That's why you should value every single second of your day and who you invest your time into and anime shows as well. Because remember this, the reason why there's some big three animes and there's some great shows that stand up above the rest is because there's a lot of not so good shows and I've spent a lot of time watching them one that comes to mind is Assassin's Pride I still love it (laughs) it's not a great show here's another one it's a hot mess Domestic Girlfriend y'all want to see the love triangle of love triangles there you go here's your homework assignment for the first podcast go watch Domestic Girlfriend it's a quick show and the premise of it is quite simple homie loves his teacher teacher kind of has a thing for the kid nothing ever happens come to find out his father who is single meets this girl they're starting to get married he meets the girl oh he likes the new lady his dad's getting married to but there's a twist because as he was out one day trying to get his mind off his teacher he went to a party the main kid and he met this girl ended up hooking up with her because she wanted to see what it was to have sex for the first time they hooked up hasn't seen her since he meets his dad's new lady oh come to find out his teacher and that girl are both sisters and the daughters of that mom that is going to be his stepmom now and they all live in the same house y'all want drama I can't give you more than that. (laughs) it's wild and I love the show personally because when I watched it I see certain characters and what they're trying to portray and over other people I've had great discussions because like in that show Domestic Girlfriend for example Hina she's the teacher my heart hurts for Hina because of how damaged good she was she comes from a broken household she has a single mom she gets into this life she starts to fall for her teacher which is why she kind of has that little thing for her, her student as well she meets him in college they start dating come to find out that that dude's married. It's such a wild story. But what I love about anime is they find a way to show you certain struggles we all go through. And that's why I think it's so poetic and amazing to see how this all connects and why I'm going to do my best to break these down from you from my own personal perspective. And it's going to be wild. It's going to be a really fun time to see how it goes. So now before I get too far off track here, I should tell you guys how I fell back in love with anime and when I really got connected to it again. It all started when I started to kind of invest myself in doing the podcasting side, doing the entertainment side. And then when I went to these events, I met all of these other businesses and these companies that started their own anime merchant brand. And then going to these big events like I was in Vegas, it was called the Be My Secrets event. This was a few weeks back. Shoutouts to Gearhead Society and also Frankie and Chris of final labs were the ones that actually called me and asked me to MC the event which was called be my secret at the las vegas convention center and when i went there this is where you get to really see am i gonna nut up or shut up am i made for this is this something i can actually do or have i just been pulling my own strings this whole time and hyping myself up and not able to man up when i need to it's the fake it till you make it mentality i went to this event I got out there had such an amazing time and when I was being the MC not only was there one stage there was two stage at the polar opposite sides of this event that I had to walk back and forth to to make constant announcements of the voice actors where they can be located the raffle event what time schedule everything was when the cosplay event would be it was so wild to me I finally sat down at the end of the night when we were having dinner and everybody was telling me what an amazing job I did but there was only one thing that stood out to me it was the fact that Halfway through the night, I was walking towards the other stage to get everybody ready for the car award show that was coming up. And while I was walking up the side, there was a great area where it was in front of all the nice show cars where people set up their chairs and were just chilling. And as I walked by this one guy, he stopped me and he was like, Hey, man. He's like, I saw you on stage up there. Just wanted to let you know you're doing a great job. And I just, you know, thought nothing of it at first. I was like, Oh, cool, man. I really appreciate you saying that. And he's like, Nah, man. He's like, You need to understand this. I go to a lot of these events, I have multiple cars myself. That I bring to these shows You were made for this bro He's like I'm not bullshitting you I've been to a lot of these Most people are just doing it You were meant for this And that hit at home You know how much that hits you when somebody tells you the thing inside you've always thought about and if you were meant for somebody reconfirms it that you've never met in your life nor did you even need to hear from him nor did he have any reason to tell me he didn't even know me he was this huge buff dude and it was just so cool to know we all have purpose we all have a part to play in this life and I'm chasing mine. And that's why I wanted to start this for all of you and really do this. And that's when I confirmed with myself, I love anime even more than I already did. Just so cool to think about the adventures that is in store for all of us and how I'm going to have so much fun doing this for a weekly adventure with all of you and seeing how this grows and where it takes me and how much fun I'm going to have being creative and always pushing myself further than I think my own limitations are and that's what this show should inspire. So if you'd like to have some fun little takes from me to see if I can be your anime senpai well let me set the stage for you and give you some animes that I believe are not only top tier for reasons but what they explain and what they give me this is called some insider training almost like an interview process so let's have fun with this let's start with the big animes right now demon slayer i'll tell you this demon slayer is by far an amazing anime it definitely deserves all of the info it's getting the hype the following everything that it is getting at this moment it truly does deserve Here's my issue with it, and if I had to give you a 1 through 10 rating on it, I would give it a solid 8 to 9. The reason being for that, I'm not looking for a show to be heavily dependent on animation itself, to have the animation be the driving force over everything else. And if we were to stop and accountably take away the animation from Demon Slayer, what do we have? Like, truly what do we really have? Because if we took some time to see where we're at and what is actually carrying it, it's the simple fact of the animation style. That's it. Tanjiro is a pure soul. He's a great character. The beginning is something that's very rough to watch. His family getting massacred. His sister's a demon now. They work together to push forward to find Michael Jackson to see why homeboy had to do his freaking moonwalk across his whole family as they were just trying to get by. So, (laughs) the fact is, I think it is a good show. It's definitely worth it now. My only issue was in the beginning people were touting it as the next great thing they were overhyping it they were getting so caught up in the moment and it's understandable i do the same thing too but i will not sit here and tell you that this is now the next greatest anime until i get something of a backstory of it more so or actual play out i need to have some kind of criteria before i give you the whole thing i'm not going to go to in and out take one bite of a burger and one fry and tout it as the best burger in the world until i finish the whole meal have a couple Different styles of it to see what it truly is about, to try their secret menu, all of that stuff, then give you my just opinion. You can be excited, you can be hyped. That's fine. But when people are touting it as extreme as they were and saying it's the next greatest thing, we are too much a prisoner of the moment and that is a very powerful thing because we can't overlook the greatness of everything else around it. So for new fans or for people that are just getting into it or aren't heavy anime viewers themselves, again, I am all for Demon Slayer. I have it rated very highly as well. I just think as the story has progressed as far as it has so far and what we see is ahead of us and the people I've talked to who have read the entire manga itself, I needed more than how it ends up. I needed somebody from the big three, the big four, whatever you want to call them to get murked, to get taken out. Because that to me is something that I find as uniqueness, as great storytelling or something that is standing out differently in a shown in based setting. So for myself, again, I look for storytelling, so if I have to value something from a criteria base, are the characters annoying? Sometimes they can be. It's a deterrent. Are the characters growing? Are they developing? Is it just a repetitive notion of fighting, training arc, fighting, training arc? And it is. That's why shonens aren't my biggest forte. They're not something I look forward to because to myself again, I like to think. I like to be challenged. That's why dialogue is the driving force for what I value as a great show. That's why shows like Spice and Wolf stand out to me, Violet Evergarden, or even some sleep ones that people probably don't care too much about like honey and clover these older shows that are derivative of dialogue base are something that stand up above the test of time for me and why i look forward to them here's another example attack on titan attack on titan is one of the greatest animes i've watched and seen how it unfolds there are so many people who have said in the community that it falls off at certain spots or it's mid it's not that great obviously i think we're watching different shows because if you've watched the culmination of everything that's happened. Including the base premise of building up to them as Aaron, Mikasa, and Armin, how they're stuck in this little wall, this rose wall, whatever it was called, and they're stuck in this area, and then eventually molds into the whole world hating them, them being genocide almost, and them actually having concentration camps of their people, and the whole world wanting to kill them. And it's just the way the story progresses and the constant connections they make from different characters in different plot settings, in different spots of the progression of the story. different seasons to the part we're at right now in the final part where they put everything together and you sit there like are you shitting me that to me is pure poetry that to me is storytelling at its finest and to myself is what I look for in an anime that can challenge everything. It's okay to have personal favorites. I have plenty of personal favorites that aren't top tier animes. There's one that's called Somali and the Forest Spirit. That's one that I love. There's also another one, the Ancient Magus Bride. Those are animes I love because they're based on dialogue. They're based on story plot development and giving you a fantasy based world. Those are the certain things I look for that I nourish myself in. And those are the ones that stand out because can you keep me invested? Are you able to create these characters that stand out differently from others? ones? Are you able to give me something that I can connect with and very much invest myself into to want to stay close to them, to feel attached, connected? The promise never lands. Like for example, a story based on these child farms that are used to feed these demons. These It's just what? Those are the kind of things that I love. And you look forward to these stories over time. So keep this in mind as well. There is no such thing as a waste of time anime. That's one very important thing to take with you with this episode. There is no such thing as a waste of time anime. You want to know why I say that? It's the same thing as your life in saying that you went through a time period or a moment or whatever it may be, a relationship, anything, and said it was a waste of time. I'm sorry to tell you this, but you have a wrong perspective of that. You have to see everything as purpose, whether it be good or bad. That means it's a lesson or a memory, depending on what happens to you. The same thing comes from anime viewership. If you start watching a show, you're not into it, you're not enjoying it or whatever it may be. If you've heard a lot of people talk highly about it or have found somebody to tell you they reference it themselves, take the time and watch it unless it's something like one piece that's going to take you five years to complete that's fine you can take your time away from it most people don't want to invest in that i'm one of those people i'm firm short animes over long animes so i can watch an abundant over them i want to have good quality to no insight and from a perspective of what i do from show content i need more to give you so the more i can watch the better i don't want to invest uh, four years into one piece right now that's where it comes to you know it's distinguished you don't need my opinion on it to know if it is or isn't that's what's important so make sure you take everything you watch you give it a chance give it a try and if it's not too long just hold out till the end because some people I've met are very much so big on the completion to them that stands out more than the overall story itself where for someone like myself I look at the whole the whole product the whole experience over just the everlasting aftertaste that's what I'm looking for I want to see examples exactly what the producers, the writers, and what they're looking for and what they wish to show me. So that's a very important thing to stand out as well. Also, make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people or friends or family, whatever it may be. Go to events and meet some new people or join our Discord, by the way. I'll give you all that info at the end. Find people who try to challenge your beliefs of what you enjoy. You do not want to be stuck in an echo chamber of the same people who like the same stuff. You want to be different. You want to have different tastes because then they put you out of your comfort zone and this allows you to watch different type of stuff. That's why it's so important for myself to always talk to people who don't like the same stuff I do so they can introduce me into new shows. Perfect example is The Black Lagoon. When I watched The Black Lagoon, I tried to get into it, and it was very tough because the main character, Revy, it's really hard to like her because she cusses, she swears, the show's just so vulgar, I'm watching it in English, and it's rough. It's kind of tough, but you got to get past it because you know that's the kind of show it is. So I'm sticking out with it. I want to see how, it ends and see if there's some character development. But the reason why it's so important that I'm telling you this is because by myself, if I wasn't doing a show or podcast or needed content to bring to your guys' attention of information, I wouldn't have watched it. I would have dropped it after the third episode because of just how over the top it was. It's like, okay, I get it. You're hard asses, I get it, you cuss, I get it. You're badasses, you're thugs, you're pirates, whatever. There's certain things where we see that we kind of have a cap out. Do not cap yourself out. Continue to challenge yourself. And I hope that through this experience with the show, I'm able to challenge your own beliefs as well. And I'm able to give you some different insight to animes, to the viewership, the characters, and to give you some pivotal things that I think you wouldn't see otherwise because you're not me. <laughs> so that's why it's going to be a lot of fun. So expect to have a lot of fun here. Expect to get to know me a little bit more and expect to meet a lot of cool people along the way. Because since I have been in this anime world now for about three years, I've been going to events. I traveled to Texas to meet some. Senpai squad. I've also met Weep Culture. I got to meet Express Skins and meet all of the great brands that are connected to them. I also met a lot of Cali-based people where I'm at, of Vinyl Labs, of Blood Artisan. You're going to get to talk to a lot of cool people with me. You're going to meet a lot of cool cosplayers because there's this one lady I met. Her name's the Kerrigan Taylor. If you follow her on social, she's a great girl. I met her at the event in Vegas. We've been back and forth talking. I'm going to have her as a guest on the show one day and it's going to be fun to see how that grows as well. And also voice actors i've met along the way and taking you on vlogs there's so much in store for all of us just know i wanted to do a show to say welcome i wanted to welcome you in i wanted to give you a feel a spice a taste of my energy and to let you know this is going to be nice it's going to be a lot of fun so also i want to get this out there too you need to not take anything i say personal. Because anything I say on this show is based on a personality format where I'm giving you opinions. My opinions are not fact. My opinions are not to be taken as the be all end all. They are based on my viewpoints and the way I see what I'm watching. And the reason why that's important is it's because it's my own individuality and the fact that I believe I have very good insight. That is why I call myself your senpai. Because when you need guidance, you need help, or you just want to have somebody give you the right taste of life, That's me. That's why I'm going to have fun with it. So don't take anything I say to heart. I hope you push back, by the way. I hope you feel like joining our Discord eventually. And then when you join it, I'm in there all the time. You can talk to all of our members, myself, and you can tell me about the podcast episode you listen to. There's a whole channel just for that. So you can rift about what you listen to. Let me know your thoughts so that I can respond to you. Because remember, this isn't just me talking to the clouds. This is me talking to you. And that's why we're having a discussion. And while you sit there and listen and enjoy your yourself you're able to come up to your own thoughts and then i hope with all of my heart you jump in there and then you let me have it if you see something different you're like no what alex sao is garbage it's not even good Einkrad should be called poopcrad and i'll be like well that's a hot take but <laughs> it'll be fun So make sure you do as best as you can to challenge your own self and to be a part of it because we're gonna build a family. This is gonna be a community building experience. I want to make something that is worth your time because there's a lot of people out there that are doing it to doing it. Podcasting is hot right now. Podcasting is something everybody can get into because all you need is recording equipment, a recording program, and somewhere to upload your shows. I wanna make sure that there is a set standard for your time. Just because somebody has a massive following does not make them intellectuals or somebody you should go to it's for example let's just say anybody nowadays if they have a massive following you take their word as higher than someone with less of one don't do that listen to what they're saying actions speak louder than words it's okay to be committed it's okay to build a brand just be very aware and listen to everything and what comes your way Second off, that is the whole premise of what we're going to do here is build a community, build a family together and an experience you look forward to on a weekly basis because as I stated previously here, we're very fortunate now that we have streaming at the tips of our fingers and we never have to wait for anything. I'm talking about zero. Y'all never have to sit and wait for nothing anymore unless you're like myself who looks forward to every uh, new seasons released in anime so we sit there and watch all multitude, about five, six, seven unless you're crazy like my buddy JB and watch 12 to 13 of them of every new season to get the insight and the information you need. So that's why I think this is going to be great to have something for you to look forward to. We want to have something to get us through our weeks and our days. So I'll plan to be one of your li- most favorite animes. That's what I figure this will be is something you look forward to. So thank you again for spending the time to listen to all this and for finding your way to here. So this is going to be a great time. Um, I'm very excited to look forward to what going to come and what you guys can look forward to. So I'll do some things here where I'll tease ahead. And that's a great way to end the show, is to make you to know what to look forward to. So before I do that, if you'd like to follow any of the platforms, which I highly recommend you do, so it helps us grow, click on the link that is in the description to wherever you're listening to this right now. This show is on all major platforms and I've attached a link tree, uh, HTTP. When you click on it, it has all of the socials and all of the different connecting platforms that I've built in one place. So go ahead and follow the YouTube channel so you can see all of the creative ideas I have there and get a little bit of a face to the voice because a lot of people say my face looks nothing like my voice. You can also follow the show's platforms on Instagram, which I'm going to be doing a lot of fun content on there. You can also follow on TikTok, which I will be sporadically doing lives, different platforms randomly. So if you don't follow them, you won't be able to be a part of them. So make sure you do that and be sure to join our discord. That is the most important part. And that is the one place I'm going to spend so much time in is the discord channel for the anime senpai podcast click on the link jump on in there everybody will love you and you'll be able to call yourself one of the privileged few to be a part of the day ones the ones who were here before anything happened before the show had legs before anything it's going to be an honor and i thank everybody who was already in the discord channel and who's listening to this first episode y'all honor me so much so for the first topic episode that you guys can look forward to next week and Every single episode, by the way, will always drop Monday morning for you to start your week off right. I want to defend somebody who deserves to be defended. I want to talk about somebody who has done so much for the world. He is getting pooped on. And there are so many people who are disdaining his name that it is heartbreaking to know this young man not only put his life on the line, he made himself an antagonist. And he's the protagonist of the story. And I love the fact that I've had a multitude of people coming into this TikTok video I made and they're all saying, he can't be an antagonist. He's a protagonist protagonist look up the definition nerd it's like uh yeah it's called a hybrid you know like if you're into smoking pot there's indicas and sativas and then somebody mixes them and calls it a hybrid yeah i think he should be labeled as one of the first hybrid characters to be both a protagonist and an antagonist. And you know why I say that? If we go back and look at the recent Crunchyroll award ceremony, he was nominated for best protagonist and best antagonist. Okay, call it trolly all you want. Don't live your life defined by words. It's just to communicate. It's not an indefinite. I'm gonna talk about Aaron Jaeger and how I myself, as I hit my chest, am a Yeagerist till the day I die. I'm talking next week about Aaron Yeager and why I see myself as a Yeagerist and why all of us have the wrong viewpoint of everything he's done up to this point and to give us some hype for AOT because we still got like another eight months to wait for the (laughs) ending of the whole completion. So it's gonna be so dope. I'm so excited to talk to you guys next week. Thank you for joining me today and thank you for becoming a part of my family. I will be your anime senpai and take you into the world like nobody has done before. So as always, I love you guys so much. Thank you for staying and being a part of this and always looking forward to something new. And as I challenge you every week, make sure you try to watch one episode of an anime you haven't watched yet. So that way you can incite me of something new to watch as I give you my insight every single week. So let's do it one time so we can get used to it every single time. Anime Senpai out!